Hello, and welcome to Carol's Coffee House, a place where Catholic singles in their 20s and 30s can grow in community and deepen their spiritual life. I'm Sarah. I'm Maura. Pull up a chair and let's get chatting. Hey guys, welcome back. Sarah, how are you doing? I'm doing good, I think, all things considered. <laughs> kinda, I think we're both a little bit tired today, but that's okay. It's been a been a busy yeah. weekend so but doing good I am I am currently drinking a bubbly bounce which is a <laughs> it's a caffeinated sparkling water so that's that's hopefully gonna put a little pep in my step yeah I it has been quite the week quite the weekend I am exhausted I feel more alive now <laughs> that I ate lunch and I was kind of um I was resting and was not napping. I was resting in the car on the way here. So I was not the one driving. <laughs> You're just resting your eyes. <laughs> I was talking and resting. <laughs> yeah, Joe was driving because um, we went to mass and then we had to go. So we babysat last night for his mm-hmm. niece and nephew. Then his brother and sister and I came home and we chatted with them for a while. And he didn't get me home until about 1.30. He got home about 2. And we both woke up around 7. Oh, it's a late night. Yeah. And so I was trying to recharge. It helps that he has, um, so his front seats, he has heated seats. So that was very pleasant. And I am recharging. So I had lunch. I am having water. I have some black chai spice tea so we're we're trying (laughs) i can see that as i'm speaking to maura her eyes are like halfway open and then there are times (laughs) maura you're still talking with your eyes closed (laughs) your blinks are really long (laughs) your eyes stay closed but don't worry it looks like you're saying something really profound (laughs) (laughs) yeah but yesterday was fun joe and i we had a double date with a friend from high school from my high school and so one of my friends and her husband i don't know it was really fun it was really nice the the both the guys are really into pokemon go so they were like exchange they became friends over that they exchanged their information there so now they're friends in pokemon and it was just really, it was a really nice brunch. And then Joe was studying a bit. And then we went and babysat. And that time honestly did fly by. But yeah, it was by the time we left, because we left about 1. We left oh, just God. before 1 a.m. Because we were just having a really great time talking to his brother and sister-in-law. And planning when we'll have a double date with them. Which won't be for a while, because we have some busy weekends coming up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, well, I'm tired. <laughs> I can see. I can see. Yeah. Joe well, kind of might have had to guide me up my driveway last night. <laughs> <laughs> like just just gently guiding me. He didn't have to like have his arm around me. He just had his arm. He was walking behind <laughs> me and had his had like a hand at my back, kind of pushing me forward. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
gosh. Yeah, that that level of tired is is something, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So Brisa Joe is actually back from Pittsburgh. He is back from being out of town and he was working there and he's back. He actually surprised me at my house with flowers while he told me he was still there. So that was, I was not suspicious at all, but he was acting very distant and odd mm. on the phone. Just oddly concerned about how long it took me to get from spiritual direction to get home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like oddly concerned. And I wasn't, I, I did not suspect anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then I get home and then he's like, hi, while we're on the phone. And I'm just like, what? And he's like, look at your porch. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> completely shocked. Completely shocked. So, mm. yeah. Well, this weekend that I, it was my, it was my birthday recently. And so for my birthday, I went out with my friends and we had dinner at a really delicious Italian restaurant mm -hmm. and it was so good. I got scallop risotto. <laughs> so good. Uh, it was delicious. And I ate some really good steamed mussels too. Mm -hmm. And then after dinner, we went to go see the new Marvel movie, Shang-Chi, which oh. is so good. It is such a good movie. I really liked it. I'd go see it again, probably. That's how much I really liked it. It was awesome. Uh, so, that just sounds amazing. Yeah, it's I've and I heard good things about it before I went. I've heard some people who have, have seen it before were like, it's so good. It's probably like a top Marvel movie. And it was it was pretty good for I was a little bit skeptical because I was like, this is so far away from the stories that I know and love, you know, as far as mm -hmm. Marvel superheroes go, it, it kind of goes off. Of, it's, a, it's a different superhero that you haven't seen before. So I was a little skeptical because I was like, how do you get better than the top like Iron Man right. and in America and Thor and all those guys. But this one is so good. So Oh, nice. Yeah, it was fantastic. If you have a chance to go see Shang-Chi, uh, you should go do it because it's really good. So yeah, oh, and, and then belated happy birthday. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yes, it was a good birthday. I had a really and then yeah, the rest of this weekend has just been super relaxing and mm -hmm. Last night I ordered Chinese and watched a Die Hard in my bed. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my 18-year-old self would be looking at me right now like what a loser. But my adult <laughs> self, my adult self is quite pleased. <laughs> I, like I like that. Quite pleased. Quite, quite pleased. pleased. That is a great phrase. That's Thank a great you. descriptive phrase for how you feel. <laughs> that is amazing. I would like to be quite pleased. <laughs> I was quite pleased with Joe being back and surprising me on my porch with a giant bouquet of flowers. I was, I love surprises. And that was, he really pulled that off. And I was quite pleased. <laughs> I'm so glad you were quite pleased. I was. I really was. I, I, I cried twice being so happy. I was like, you're back. Oh, so he's back. He's back for good now. He doesn't have to go back to Pittsburgh or does he? Yeah, he's back. 
He has no current plans. There's nothing. There is one job out of town for it's one thing he's doing for just a few hours. It's one day for a few hours. And yeah, it's like a field trip. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I, so we're going to meet each other soon. And that is so exciting. <laughs> that is true. There, there are plans for a in-person Carol's Coffee House, mm-hmm. or at least a meetup. So yeah. So hopefully, no plans. No, none of the plans fall through. <laughs> yeah, that is true. There is that. Yeah, hopefully not. But yep, there's there's plans. It's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, it's super <laughs> exciting. We were making plans and talking about it. It's going to be super fun. So yeah, have that yeah. to look forward to. Gosh, by the time this comes out, will that be that weekend? I think so. Ah! So funny. <laughs> by the time this comes out, we will probably have hugged in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, you're probably going to be like editing. I'll probably be editing. Like, oh yeah, we already did that. This is old news. <laughs> So should we hit, jump into the espresso shot? Yes. Since everybody is so tired, but we're excited to be here. I can feel <laughs> I can feel myself getting bouncy. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> My bounce is kicking in. I found I recently discovered I was at Sam's Club within the last week or two, and they sell 24 packs of sparkling water, which I usually get when I when I go there because I go through sparkling water like crazy. But the last time I was there, I noticed that they were all, I've had bounce before, bubbly bounce before, the caffeinated, but only in like the 12 packs, right? Last time I was at Sam's, they also had 24 packs of the bubbly bounce caffeinated sparkling water. And I saw that and I was like, oh, I am about to become so powerful. Oh, all the caffeine. Anyway, it's kicking in and it feels good. All right. So let's begin. Yeah. So I cannot read it. So this is by St. Faustina. All grace flows from mercy. In the last hour abounds with mercy for us. Let no one doubt concerning the goodness of God. Even if a person's sins were as dark as night, God's mercy is stronger than our misery. I don't think anybody knows how much I had to focus to say this quote correctly. Say <laughs> with the words in the right order. <laughs> oh, no. Right. That one line is a little bit uh, confusing to read. Like, let no one doubt concerning yes! the goodness of God. Yeah. That is a little trippy-uppy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am slap happy. I know. It's great. <laughs> yuppie. We'll add that to the dictionary. This <laughs> <laughs> is going to be just one blooper reel. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here we go. Okay. Okay, so... Okay. That, yeah, that quote is beautiful. It is. It really is. All grace flows from mercy. Mm-hmm. Grace 
count on mercy, you know, on God's mercy, we need our sanctifying grace. That's how we grow closer to God and we need his grace to be forgiven of our, we need mercy to be forgiven from our sins so that we can, we are able to receive the grace that he wants to give us. And so all grace flows from mercy, which is really cool. Yeah. And I know so many people who think that they're just, they're a lost cause mm-hmm. and that they don't see the point in realigning themselves with God because they think that they've screwed up so terribly that there is no mercy left for them and that they're just bound for hell or just a perpetual time in purgatory. And that's not true. No, not at all. It, And I know that feeling so well. Like I felt like that before too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm remembering a time in confession where I told the priest about a sin and how I was having trouble forgiving myself too, or just Mm -hmm. like this thought of how could I have done that? How could I have been that kind of a person? How can God look at me and not just be so disappointed Mm -hmm. at who I have been in the past? And how can he look at me in my sin and still want to love me and offer me mercy. Like sometimes I feel like it's too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the priest, who's a good friend of mine, <laughs> just looked at me and said, Sarah, I hate to break it to you, but you are not that cool. <laughs> he, was, he was like, your sin is not bigger than God. Joy, right now you're telling me what you're what you're kind of implying is that your sin is bigger than God's mercy. And that is absolutely not true. And I was like, I know that in my head, but it feels he goes, I'm sorry. It's not that cool. Your sin is not bigger than God's mercy. Your sin is just so normal. It's just so ordinary. Yeah. And he said, not to make light of the situation, I know what you're feeling. And I know it's hard to sometimes get through that. And it takes time to heal from that, but your sin is not bigger than God's mercy. And I like that, that last part of the quote where it says, even if a person's sins were as dark as night, God's mercy is stronger than our misery. misery. Mm -hmm. That is, I find that very impactful, Mm -hmm. like very, very impactful. So there have been times in my life where I did not think that I could change mm-hmm. and it was a really tough time to like overcome what my biggest sins were but that was me that needed like it was like I was in charge of that and I had people praying for me and helping me and I think that sometimes I despair for others and I will be upset for others and their great sins that they are either publicly doing or privately doing. And I think that this is a really reassuring thing for me to remember that praying for them will be helpful because God is so strong and they can change. Like miracles can happen they can overcome things like if i'm if i was able to do like change and like stop doing different things and accept the strength of his mercy 
not be like just this miserable person that's like oh my gosh i've sinned so terribly i've had a number of priests in confession be like you are doing great coming here and never stop coming because god's mercy abounds (laughs) and so that's something for me to remember other people too because i've also seen people who have that really change things around and it's like okay prayer helps they we we i should not despair for them i'm not despairing for myself anymore so i'm not despairing for them and god's mercy is stronger than not just my misery but their misery and god they they still have a chance to redeem themselves and to repent and ask for forgiveness just like i have had and i'm continuing to do that i'm Mm -hmm. always repenting and asking for god's forgiveness and trying to become better so if i can do that then so can everybody else and i'm like okay this is just something that's like just having that faith in god's mercy and knowing that it's so much bigger than us like it is bigger than us Mm -hmm. absolutely and also your mistakes and failures do not make you any less worthy of the Father's mercy and love. That's when you need it the most, mm-hmm. you know? We all make mistakes. Nobody is perfect. And that's, and that's kind of what we want to talk about today is how to handle and how to process and how to heal from your sin. Like what happens when you find yourself fallen in your sin? What happens when you make <laughs> bad decisions or when you make mistakes and how you can try to pick yourself up from that. There's that, there's that quote from St. John Paul, the great that we've used before where it says, we are not the sum of our weaknesses and failures. We are the sum of the father's love for us. Mm -hmm. Our mistakes and failures do not make us any less worthy of that. You know, you're not a lost cause. Nobody is a lost cause hmm thankfully <laughs> yeah thankfully thank goodness thank god literally <laughs> and i know it's, sometimes it's hard to feel like especially if you're somebody who has maybe maybe you have a past maybe you have just a past that is is full of brokenness and mistakes mm-hmm. and sin and maybe you were able to find your, your way out of that And I know that there are people out there who maybe let their past, they like, they almost obsess over it. They're just like, I can't believe kind of like I used to, and sometimes still do get caught up of like, I can't believe that I was that person. I can't believe Mm -hmm. that I did that. And like dwelling in the past, dwelling on your past failures and mistakes and when we do that, when we dwell on what's already been done, it's like, it's not helpful, right? You can't move forward. If you're constantly right. dwelling on the past, you aren't able to move on from that. If you keep obsessing and thinking about it, right? Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't move forward. You can't even fully live like now, you know, you can't, cause you're just so focused on the past. And I think when we are so obsessed over that, we can't, I don't know. It keeps us from loving the Lord now. Right. If we're so focused right. on how we offended him, we aren't able to focus on loving him. Yeah. <laughs> A priest in confession one time told me, 
can you take some time to just count your blessings mm -hmm. and like not focus on what you did, but that you're here and mm -hmm. just focus on your blessings? Please do that. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Like, and one of the, your blessings is God's mercy. And I'm like, oh, that's really nice to think about. Yeah. Counting your blessings are just like, instead of worrying about what you've done, because you, it can't, it can't be undone. Right. There's no point. The best thing that we can do about our past is learn from it so mm -hmm. that we can move forward so that we can, we can do good, that we can do what the Lord wants us to do. The best way that we can move on from the past is to learn from it and to yeah. not make the same mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I think one thing that we need to remember is because it may say messed up really bad, or I don't know, maybe you're in a point where you feel like your life is a mess and you don't really know what to do or how to get out of it. And you just feel like you're stuck in this cycle. I know I've felt like this before where I'm like, okay, I want to get my life together first a little bit. I want to like patch myself up a little bit. And then, you know, cause maybe you feel so unworthy right now to go mm -hmm. to the Lord for help. You know, like I know where I need to go to ask for help. I know where I have to do in order to get cleansed, to strengthen myself. But right now it's like so messy. I want to yeah. try to clean up a little bit first and then become worthy, I guess, of help. But that's silly, right? Right. Yeah. Um, nobody, <laughs> nobody gets in like, an, I don't know, like, let's say there's someone who gets in an awful car accident and they need life-saving surgery. Nobody's going to like come away from that and say, Oh, let me just try to stop my own bleeding first. Let me like clean myself up. So that way the surgeon doesn't have such a big mess to deal with. Nobody says that. And alternatively, a surgeon, when a surgeon receives a patient who has been in a terrible car accident and needs life-saving surgery, like that surgeon's first goal is to perform surgery this, the surgeon's goal is to not heal the person 100% totally and completely so that the person can like wake up and like walk off from the table. You know, the surgeon's goal is to get that person alive, to keep mm. them alive, to get them stable. When we are such, feel like we're such a mess, when we really need help, we can't wait. We need to go. We need to go for help right away. And there's so many there's so many examples of this in the Bible. I think one thing that comes to mind is Moses. When Moses ran away from Egypt, he ran away from his family, his home. After he killed the man, he wandered in the desert for a long time. He was lost. He was dehydrated. He was tired. He was weary. And when he came upon Jethro's family, you know, Jethro's family didn't like Jethro's family took him in and cared for him, got him strong again, fed him, clothed him, gave him water, offered him life, got him strong again. And then after Moses was able to be like immediately strengthened, like after Moses was able to be strengthened physically in that way, that is when he came to know the Lord. It didn't happen right away. And same thing with when you're in surgery. The surgeon's goal is to save the person's life first, get them to stable condition. And then at that point, once this person can live and survive, that's when you can further be healed. Mm -hmm. 
that's when you can further get further treatment, have a physical therapy not, so that not only that you're alive, but you can, you can succeed, you can thrive. Right. I watched a lot of medical drama, so I'm like, <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> thinking about all that, I'm like visualizing them on the table and then like going through like physical therapy. And I'm just, I have like scenes playing in my head right now. I know. I've been watching Grey's Anatomy lately. So <laughs> I love Grey's Anatomy. It's good. So, something that I'm thinking about is there were times when I had not realized till much after the fact just how terribly. I had sinned in different areas, how terribly I treated different people or like talked about them. And then it was like, oh, or just like other things. And it was like a moment of like, ah, I've been so focused on cleaning up these other really big messes that I did not even like check. I'm like cleaning up my house. I'm not even checking my backyard. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, that that was really bad and i've been just so focused on these other things and then and i actually felt really bad and i took myself to confession and then i actually contacted somebody that i had been mean to and i apologized to them and i was like hey i had my reasons and they were not very good reasons and (laughs) i apologize for this but it's also kind of funny because they were like I'll give you one more chance, but don't screw this up. And I'm thinking, I don't actually want to be your friend. I, I don't like you as a person. I just shouldn't have been mean to you. Yeah. <laughs> or like other instances where it's like, oh, that, that, that was bad. Like that mm-hmm. was bad. It's the church rules aren't going to change on this. They're just, <laughs> they're not going to change. Mm-hmm. They aren't going to get with what I would like. I have to change. because this isn't going to change this is not going to change i have to change and it's in that repetitive like okay let's continue to seek god's mercy because that's the only way we can heal (laughs) yeah that that's how we become better that's how we can't make the church bend to us we need to Mm -hmm. we need you know the church does not conform Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't want to be in a church or a faith that conforms you know, I want to be better. Like that's the goal, like to strive for sainthood. Sainthood does not need to become worthy of me. Mm -hmm. I need to become worthy of sainthood. And and I think just because maybe you've made bad choices or maybe you're struggling with something right now, but just because you made mistakes or you made bad decisions, or maybe you're a little bit broken, that doesn't mean that just because you're imperfect God still can't use you for good. Right. You know, you still have purpose. You have dignity. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, wounds from past sins are very, very real. And it takes time to heal from those. Some wounds from sin, we might not ever heal from totally and completely. That might be a wound that we carry our whole lives. Like whatever mm-hmm. you've done, whatever that past is. And that's, But just because we have those wounds doesn't mean we're like, well, I'm worthless now, or I'm never going to be able to get over this. I'm helpless, you know, or like you said, I'm a lost cause because this is something that I'm always going to carry with me. This sin has consequences, right? And Mm. we have wounds and scars. Healing takes time. Healing is a very long process. And, And just because you have those wounds, 
doesn't give you an excuse not to like, keep trying, keep working. You are not a lost cause. Yes, you may be broken. Yes, you may be imperfect. Yes, maybe your past in your past you've made bad choices or bad decisions, but that does not mean that you are not still worthy of God's love and mercy and that he can still God can still use you for good. You can still do good things. How many examples? Like so many examples in the Bible. David, Paul, other ones, but <laughs> anytime that someone tells me I'm not good enough for church or yeah, I've there's no way I I'll be able to like become a saint. And I'm like Saint Paul, Saint Augustine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There are so Saint many Mary messages. Magdalene, right? Saint Mary of Egypt. Maybe you should like do some research before you think about what you can and cannot do, right. <laughs> because you are definitely not worse than them. <laughs> right. So many hot messes in the Bible. So many. And the beautiful thing about that is they had the same struggles. They had. Mm-hmm. They did some really bad things and they had big sin and they were still able like look look for yeah for example saint augustine he there are some really bad things that he did (laughs) he's a saint he is a saint today Mm -hmm. and uh, i don't know i just if you need help if you are falling in your sin and you don't really see a way out just come to the father i love the uh there's a song called all who are thirsty. And I love that song because, yeah. and I kind of think about the woman at the well that Jesus speaks to yeah. and he's, he's teaching her, but it's this woman who has, is kind of an outcast and is living a life of sin. And mm. so, and so because of that, she's sort of an outcast and Jesus starts talking to her about this eternal water. And if you drink of it, you'll never be thirsty again. And she says, sir, let me drink of this water. Where can I get some? And it's not, I think in that moment, she wasn't really asking like, how can I change my ways? She was saying, give me this water because I am tired of being thirsty. Mm -hmm. It's just a human. It was a human. It's a survival instinct. I Mm -hmm. do not want to be thirsty anymore. I need a drink. I'm thirsty and I need a drink. And Jesus is talking about something deeper, like, let's get you some of this water, but then let's also help you understand what it means to drink of this eternal water. Let's help, let's heal you, and then let's get you stronger and strengthen your faith, and let's teach you what is right and how we should live and the good choices that we should make. Yeah. Wow. And that just kind of... That's like making me think about a lot of times the reason why we sin is because we are tired of fighting temptation. Mm-hmm. And this is like that water can give us the strength to keep going. Yeah. I also think like when we sin, mm-hmm. it's because we feel a void inside of us and we're trying to fill it. Yes. When we say yes. it, we want to do something to immediately fill it up. And sometimes mm-hmm. we seek out to fill those voids and that emptiness with the wrong things, things right. that aren't going to help us in the end. They might feel good in the moment, but they don't, they're not good for our souls. 
Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know, it's like <laughs> drinking from the well over and over and over again. And, it, you know, when Jesus is talking about the water of life, this eternal water. Yeah. And in times when I have sinned, I feel like this, like, uh, I don't think pressure is the right word, but I just like feel this great persuasion mm-hmm. towards the sin. And I sometimes it helps me to visualize God being present and larger than the whatever evil spirit is with me, persuading me. And I have mm-hmm. to like be like, because oh, I like to be in control. I like to think that I'm strong enough to fight it and I don't rely enough on God. And then in those moments, like I need to be able to give that up to God, let God fight my battle for me and be like, okay, God is here. God is here and God's going to take care of this for me. And mm-hmm. I'm just going to like go get a drink of water or something. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go distract myself and keep my, get myself busy. And it's in those times where it's like that I do fall. It's because I forget about God and I try to be the strong one instead of resting and letting God be strong for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I have to kind of reconcile that like, okay, we don't need to be the strong one. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It's okay to ask for help. And it's, a, it's also important to remember that Satan knows all of our weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Satan knows every single one and he will use it against you. Mm-hmm. And he whispers that discouragement to us. You can't move forward. You can't overcome this. You are not good enough for this. You're not worthy of this. He whispers those things into our hearts every single day because he wants to trip us up and he's going to do everything he can to make sure that we do fall. And not only that, not just to get us to fall into sin, but to discourage us from seeking redemption and mercy. Yes, exactly. And, but you know what, it's really, really difficult in the moment to recognize that that's what's happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I don't know, you know how they say like, hindsight is 2020. Yeah. I also really wish that foresight was also 2020. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sarah, you and what? your foresight. <laughs> Life would be so much easier. Uh, I think something that can be helpful, especially like if you have a habitual sin, something that you are struggling with that you fall into all the time and you try to pick yourself up again and then you fall and then you pick yourself up and then you fall. If you have like a habitual sin, I think one thing that's good to do is reflect on the times where you've fallen into that sin and think about, okay, what is happening in these moments when I am tempted and like to fall into that sin? What's happening in my life? How am I feeling? Who am I with? Sometimes that has to do with it too. But I think it's helpful with habitual sin is to start picking up on those patterns. And once you can figure out the pattern, it's almost like a checklist of like red flags that start popping up, you know, all these things have to be in order for you to fall into that sin. But once you can kind of see what they are, once you can kind of notice those red flags, Mm-hmm. hopefully at some point you can when those red flags start lining up those things and scenarios start 
falling into place, you can be on alert and say, wait a minute, I know what's happening. It never ends well. I am going to try and stop this from happening. Yeah. I like that checklist. I like that checklist. I mean, like, okay, yep, here's everything I recognize. Okay, like, how can you bring that in and, like, okay, train for new, like, how to get off that course? I'm going to. Right. Break the pattern, break the cycle. Because if you don't break the cycle, that like that's up to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing that we can do about being tempted. That's mm-hmm. not in our control. No. If we are triggered, if we are tempted, that is beyond our control. What we do control is what we do once we are triggered, once we are tempted. Yeah. That like we are 100% in control of our actions. And it's really really difficult to break that cycle sometimes. Into like it's a training and it takes time and it takes patience and it takes a lot of help. We need help. We need help. So if you're I yeah, if you're somebody who's struggling like that, know that you're not alone. There are a lot of people out there who are fighting the same fight you are, and you're not helpless, you're not a lost cause. That's the devil telling you Mm. you are, and he is a liar big fat liar (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry but you you can you you're not helpless you're not you're not a lost cause you can rise up against that Mm -hmm. you also have to be willing to work hard and I think that is just as important is working hard to overcome your sin is the Mm -hmm. effort. It might not be perfect every time. You might still mess up at least a little bit. Yeah. But that, I really do believe that God sees the effort of us trying to rise above our sins. I really think he sees that. Yeah. And I think that that fight is just as important. Mm -hmm. Something that sometimes helps me in moments where I am struggling with temptation, because again, Sometimes I think falling into sin means that there's some sort of emptiness inside of you. There's a void that you want, or there's just like, or you just want to feel good and you're tempted. And so sometimes in the moment when I can actually recognize that's what's happening, I say a quick prayer to St. Michael, the archangel, Mm. because he's, he's, he's the archangel. He fights Satan all the time. And sometimes I visualize like over my head, there's this constant battle between St. Michael and Satan. And they're like in this like intense, like sword fight to the death. Like they are constantly fighting over my head of all the things that I'm tempted with, of all the sin that I am trying to fight. So sometimes when, when I can recognize that, oh, I am on the right path for a wrong decision. Sometimes I try to pray a prayer to St. Michael mm-hmm. and to my guardian angel. for like extra help use your guardian angels guys (laughs) (laughs) you're not just sitting there oh my guardian angel doesn't get enough credit but but, uh you need to give him a raise i mean i actually don't have any more thoughts but but those are great ideas for grounds to cover yeah yeah 
I really like that checklist. And also, like, praying to St. Michael, praying to our guardian angel. Because mm-hmm. I don't pray to my – I don't pray asking mine for help enough. I don't. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I am mostly – I mostly pray to mine most often when I'm driving. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, pray to your guardian angel. What might also help is, yeah, being able to reflect on your sin and past sin and be, and, you know, try to break the pattern a little bit or just be aware of, yeah, that checklist of what usually falls into place before you fall into mm-hmm. sin. Another thing that will help is find an accountability buddy, have some friend, someone where if you are tempted, I don't know, with whatever sin it is, it might be drinking, it might be drugs, it might be sex, it might be like whatever it is, and you find yourself going down the path yeah. to fall into that sin, have a friend that you trust, shoot them a quick text and be like, hey, I'm struggling with this right now. This is something that I really want to do, and I know that I shouldn't but I'm having a really hard time to say no because it is really hard sometimes to say no and being able to have someone that you can text in that moment and just say like, I'm on the edge of the cliff. You got to talk me down because I need help. It is okay Mm -hmm. to ask for help. Find somebody that you trust who can sit there with you and be like, all right, Hey, let's talk about this for a little bit, you know? Yeah. Find an accountability buddy. Trust in the confessional. Yeah. Even if you have to battle yourself to get there. I, well, Joe and I, we went a couple weeks ago together. And so that was good accountability. But sometimes I've told friends before, I'm like, yeah, sometimes I have to yeet myself into it. I just kind of have to throw myself in and just be like, without too much thought it's just like okay we got to get in there and then it's like okay (laughs) because Mm -hmm. otherwise you can talk yourself out of it you can convince yourself that the sins are really small and meaningless or they're too big and it's just like no just get yourself in there confess it and then the priest will help you if you have a good priest yeah and the priest i mean (laughs) i have a priest friend who right after he was ordained a priest you know, talking about hearing confessions and this priest friend was talking about how sometimes people come to him be like, father, you're not going to believe this. Or I don't, I bet you haven't heard this one before. And he says, like he said, he was like, um, actually after about, like after I was ordained, after about two weeks in the confessional, I'd heard pretty much everything. The priests are there. You're not going to shock him. You're not going to insult him. Uh, and don't be afraid. He's not going to remember. Also, but I think that some priests don't give proper absolution. So make sure that you're paying attention to what he's saying and that he's properly absolving you. Oh, I've never yeah. had to worry about that before. But now I, I, haven't, I, I, I haven't either, but I've seen some stuff and it's just like, oh, hmm. that's interesting. Um, so just because you give a good confession doesn't always mean that the priest is properly absolving you and giving you a valid absolution. Mm-hmm. So let's just 
We'll put it in the show. We'll find out what it is that they have to say, and we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> oh, also something something good for grounds to cover is yeah. would be do a daily examination of conscience at the end of every day, just to examine your conscience. You know, just to be able to reflect on your day and say, "Okay, God, where were you today?" and in what ways did I say yes to you? And in what ways did I say no to you? Mm-hmm. To just examine your conscience and try to do that regularly. Oh, that's something that I need to be better at. I need to be better at regular confession. I know you're supposed to go. They say it's it's best to go once a month. I know people who go every two weeks. I know people who go every week. But yeah, regular confession is really going to help you sacraments receive the sacraments is also something that's going to help us Mm. at least i don't know if you want a fighting chance to fight your temptation you want to do all you can to like prepare for a battle you don't want to go i don't know the 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 verse that's coming to mind right now is put on the armor of light you want to have armor when you go into a battle you Mm -hmm. don't want to go in there with nothing and no weapons to fight if you want a fighting chance to keep yourself from falling into sin, then you need to be prepared. You yeah. need to give yourself a chance, help yourself out a little bit. So that means going to confession, receiving the sacraments, praying a lot. Yeah. So I'm just like reflecting on, I'm in this like new phase and I'm like, oh, here's the sins that come with being in a couple. And it's not like Joe and I, we are practicing Catholics. We are following all the rules, but there's just some things where you're just like, oh, this is what people confess, yelling at each other, (laughs) (laughs) getting irritable and angry. Like, I have learned just to recognize when it's like, oh, hey, sorry about that thing I said. Hey, sorry about snapping at you for eating five cookies for breakfast. You're an adult. You can do what you want. But that was still dumb. (laughs) But I should not have yelled at you. (laughs) (laughs) And that's only because I was like, hey, where are the rest of the cookies I baked? And he's like, oh, I ate them. Here's here's what's left, the last three. And I'm like, what? (laughs) There was a lot of, those those are pretty big. And you, he's like, I was hungry. I'm like, you have eaten cheese stick, like a single cheese stick for breakfast before. And you ate five cookies because you were hungry. So the heart, the heart wants what it wants. (laughs) (laughs) I can't tell if I'm really funny today. If you're just really tired. (laughs) I don't know either. Maybe our listeners can tell us later because we yeah. either of us know. Hey, Dan, please let us know if Shadira was actually funny. <laughs> Are we funny? Yes, no. Or Brother Teresa, Mark, somebody. Somebody. Let us know. <laughs> Joe, if you listen to this episode, let us know if Sarah was actually funny. Are we actually I was... funny? Wait, or wait, was wait. I just that tired that day? We really don't know. We don't know. We're not in a good mental state to make those kinds of judgments. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, hopefully this helped 
it helps like I don't know sometimes it it helps me at least to like talk about it just to know that sin is real sin is something that people struggle with all the time and it you're not alone in it and sometimes that helps me at least to talk about that and we're all fighting something in our lives and we have our own challenges it's up to us to decide what we want to do about it though Mm -hmm. it's up to us to keep it up so if you're struggling know you're not alone Mm -hmm. and know that you are not a lost cause you're not helpless if you need prayers we will be happy to pray for you yeah we are praying for you either way there's something specific we can pray for we'd love to hear about it um we appreciate you for listening hopefully this was helpful to people because that's just my wish for this podcast on a whole is to help people and let them know that they're not alone so Mm -hmm. why am I getting mushy right now I don't know I think you're tired (laughs) I am tired but I'm also just like I don't know my heart goes out to people who are struggling Mm -hmm. because it sucks when you're also trying to not struggle and you're trying to be better yeah because it's a challenge and so so we're praying for you we appreciate you listening thanks so much yeah please rate review give us feedback and any topic ideas you have yeah. or if you have a quote yeah send it our way and we look forward to um, coming at you next time <laughs> thank you for being with us while we are very tired and slap happy <laughs> you made it this far i'm very proud and impressed <laughs> so just know that <laughs> yes. all right guys okay. have a good rest of your week we'll see you next time okay. bye Thanks for stopping by Carol's Coffee House this week. We hope you found our conversations to be uplifting and inspiring. Also, stay tuned for a special bonus episode of Carol's Coffee House where Maura and I will be recording in person for the first time ever. We are so excited about that and we hope you are too. We really appreciate all of your support and encouragement, and your feedback helps us strive to bring good content to this podcast. If you have any ideas of topics you'd like to hear more about or are interested in, please reach out to us. You can find us on Twitter at carol underscore podcast or email us at carolscoffeehouse at gmail.com. Have a great week and God bless.